Welcome to the Coastline Podcast. We exist as a church to help connect you to God and the people around you, to help you grow in your faith, and to challenge you to go into your community sharing the love of Christ. Three things, connect, grow, go. If you'd like information on what is going on at Coastline, follow us on Instagram and Facebook or email us at hello at coastlinensb.com. So here's the thing. When it comes to life, I think it's important for us to grow. Not, not just spiritually. I mean, obviously, uh, many of us, uh, we, we've experienced uh, enough time in our lives where we've seen our bodies grow, right? We've seen our organizations. Uh, some of us work for company, different organizations, different companies. We've seen them grow. We've seen other organizations in the community continue to grow, right? Uh, what's one in particular we've seen that's grown, grow, uh, continues to grow? There's a little chicken joint down in Edgewater. What's it called? Chick-fil-A, Right? It's, kind of, it's growing pretty good, right? Why do you think that place is growing? I think it's growing because it's healthy. There's another little place in, in Edgewater called Burger King. It's not growing so much, is it? I'm sorry if you work at Burger King or anything or if I'm dogging at you. That's not what I'm trying to do. But you haven't seen Burger King growing in a long time because maybe, maybe there's something wrong. Maybe there's, there's a health situation. I think when it comes to us in life, things that, that, that are healthy are supposed to grow. That's how, that's how we see things are healthy. You think about even in nature, you know, some of us uh, uh, people, some of us like to garden, some of us like to, to have our lawns looking pristine. The way you can tell if something is, is looking, if, if it's healthy, if it's growing properly. You don't have to make anything grow. You don't have to command anything to grow. I don't have to look at Olivia and I don't have to look at Ben and say, you guys need to grow. If I can be real for a second, I feel like sometimes I look at them and I'm like, I wish y'all would stop growing. They're just getting bigger and bigger by the minute. But the reason why they're growing is because they're, they're healthy. If we even go, continue to go based off of that illustration, you think about kids. I mean, we, we love to see our kids grow up. But one of the things I think that would, that would not make me happy as a parent, if at some, at some point around the, the 18 or 19-year-old range or at some point as they continue to, to grow physically, if my kids did not continue to grow and mature. The things that, that don't grow sometimes wear on us more than the happiness that's come from seeing these things continue to grow. And I think is the same thing is true when it comes to our relationship with God. I think God looks down on us, his children, and he wants to see us, he likes to see us continue to grow. I think from what our responsibility, though, is to continue in this pursuit of spiritual health, to make sure that we're healthy, make sure our church is healthy so that we will continue to grow. Now, when we established Coastline, when we said that grow is going to be one of our core values, it's not based off of attendance or number. I'm, I'm not worried about Coastline's numbers continuing to grow. I think God's working on that. I think if we're continuing to grow spiritually, I think if we're, we're healthy, we will, see, we will see growth. But more importantly, I think what, what God wants to see happen is internally in us, spiritually, he wants to see us continue to pursue growth in our own lives. Now, this is tough, though, because this is outside of what you normally see happen in church, it's easy for us to get into the rhythm and routine of, I'm going to go to church, I'm going to go to church, I'm going to go to church, I'm going to stamp my church card, I'm going to see all the church people, and life is going to be good. We get into that, that routine of religiousness. But when it comes to, to truly pursuing 
Christ, I think that it requires more than that. I think it means that we grow on the inside. We grow internally more than what we did last year or the year before. I think, I think growth equates to change. I think sometimes when, when life gets tough, it's because we understand that, that growth has not happened in a long time. In the book of Ephesians, the Apostle Paul writes to the church at Ephesus. He's talking to them specifically about growth. He's talking to a church, so this is something we can take as well. He says, then we will no longer be immature like, Christ, like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like their truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more like Christ, who is the head and the body of the church, or is head uh, of, the, of this body, the church. Paul is saying, hey, specifically when it comes to you as a church, he's saying Ephesus, when it comes to the church in your town, you need to continue to pursue growth. And specifically in this, he's talking about spiritual growth. He's warning them about, about t- false teachings that will come around. He said the only way that you're going to be able to defend against that is to continue to pursue growth, spiritual growth, in your own life. You know, I think growth of, in, uh, in my life, I think growth has happened um, three different ways. And I think, it's, I think this is probably true for you too. We see growth happen in our lives uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to time, right? Time will help grow some people along. Um, I'll tell you right now, uh, in Eric and I's marriage, uh, I'm, I'm, I've grown as, as a husband in the past 10 or 11 years I've been married, somewhere around there. I, I'm a better husband now than I was in year one. I mean, I was, pretty, was I a pretty good husband in year one? No, okay, okay, we're being honest today. That's good. I'm a better husband now than I was in year one because there's been enough time for me to grow. I think the same thing happens with us. Sometimes we, we jump into church, we jump into this relationship with Jesus, and we, we kind of dog on ourselves or we feel bad for ourselves because we're like, man, I just don't, I just don't know enough. I feel like i got to know so much. I feel like there's so much to know. It just gets, it gets overwhelming. And sometimes we realize that when it comes to, to growing, all you need is a little bit of time. Sometimes you just, you just put, in, you put in the time. That spiritual growth happens from from sitting down once a week in a circle group and studying the Bible with one another or, or having real conversations about uh, how God's been working in your life or how, hearing how God's been working in their lives. That time happens from sitting down and, and, and praying, spending time in the Word. Just putting in the time will allow you to continue to grow. It'll help you grow. I think about all the people that are the core team at Coastline, the, the crew the people that help set up and tear down, the people that, that, that run the circle groups, the people uh, that, that brew the coffee and stuff. And I think specifically even about, about the leaders who've grown over these past five years. What they're doing now, what they're capable of now is far more than what they were capable of five years ago because they've put in the time. Time will allow you to continue to grow. The second thing I think that will help you grow is is Tension. Now, here's the thing. A lot of times in our lives, we kind of push away from anything that would be uncomfortable, right? Who, who here loves to have uncomfortable conversations? 
Nobody. If you raise your hand, you're just weird, and I'm going to pray for you. Because nobody wants to have an uncomfortable conversation. Nobody likes to sit down with someone who's like, be like, man, this is just going to feel super weird. This is going to be awkward, right? You get, your like, wife drags you to like a birthday party or something of like 50 people you don't know. She's like, man, this, feels, this is incredibly uncomfortable. But spiritually, I think that sometimes that uncomfort, that tension will allow us to grow in some ways. I've got a friend that uh, she's, uh, she's probably mid-30s, single mom. She's going back to school, like taking care of her kids, and she's she's pursuing now another vocation, and she's got to put in some serious time. And, like, I hear her talking to my wife, and, like, she's talking about the tension that there is, and, like, man, this is, this is not easy. This is not an easy thing to do. But I know that as she continues to pursue that tension, that tension is going to make her grow in that specific area. I think of us even as a church, as, 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 we're, as we come in here week after week after week, what we do now, we do far better than we did five years ago because there's been tension because we've worked on it along the way. I think of guys that really love going to the gym, right? Some, they, they got big physiques like mine, right? Big arms and pectoral muscles and, you know. The reason why they're big is because tension, that, that, that discomfort has caused them to continue to grow. I think when it comes to our life spiritually, it, there's some tension, there's some, there's some difficulty, there's a little bit of pressure and discomfort that comes with waking up early each morning and pursuing God. There's, there's some tension, there's some discomfort when it comes to saying, you know what, I'm going to be vulnerable for a little bit with, with this other person. And I'm going to share with them struggles that I've had. There's, there's tension when it comes to, you know, I'm going to show up to church on, on a Sunday uh, an hour early and I'm going to shake people's hands on the morning. There's some tension that, that's required. To think, but in that tension comes, comes growth. I think time will cause you to grow. I think tension will cause you to grow. The last thing is I think, I think trauma will cause you to grow. Now, there's some trauma in our lives that's, that's dis- destructive. It's, there's some trauma that happens to us that just will set us back. But, but also there's trauma in our lives that will happen that will set us up for spiritual growth. You know, um, Many of us are already looking at uh, uh, the, the weather meteorologists and stuff like that, trying to figure out what's going to happen next week, right? If you're watching online, uh, thanks for watching. Some of you guys don't know, but we've got a tropical storm, I think, maybe turning into a hurricane that's kind of south of us, and everybody's, everybody's watching to, in preparation for, for what could happen, for that storm coming up and, and really causing some, some effect to us, to, to maybe even jolt us out of... Uh, kind of the rhythm that we're in now. No one's, no one's looking forward to that. Everyone's already starting to prepare. People are pulling out generators. They're making sure they're starting up. Uh, a buddy of mine works at Publix, took a picture of, like, the water aisle, which was, like, non-existent yesterday afternoon. Everybody's freaking out. But I know that when it comes to, when it comes to the communities that, that I've been a part of, the thing, the thing that I love to see happen, I, I hate, I hate it, I absolutely hate it when hurricanes come in, in around our, our state. I hate the destruction that they do. 
But I can't help but see that after that happens, after that traumatic situation happens, it seems like the community is stronger than it ever was before. Even in preparation leading up to it. If we find out Monday, Monday afternoon, that, hey, this thing's head and force, you better believe neighbors are going to be talking to neighbors. People are going to be helping each other, putting plywood up on their walls or on their windows. People are going to say, hey, you know, I got to generate, you know, even if it hits, or I got to generate, we can share a cord and stuff like that. I think sometimes in our lives, God allows what we would say is a traumatic situation to happen. Not, not to destroy us, but to give us opportunity to grow. Five years ago when we started Coastline Church, uh, we ramped up and had everything prepared for, for us to meet in this little elementary school on the beach side. I, was so inc- I felt we were like so incredibly blessed. I mean, I felt, I felt confident. I was like, man, this is, this is a place we're supposed to be. And as we got ready for grand opening day, a hurricane came that weekend and hit this area of Florida. It completely shut down our county. Not only that, it damaged the school we were meeting in. They said, hey, you're not going to be able to meet here for like a month. I remember being so worried and so stressed out. I said, God, man, I've, I've put so much into this. I've, I've prayed about this. I've fasted about this. And, and this is not how grand opening weekend is supposed to be. For the next couple of weeks, we moved around to different places and met in different places. And if you could find Coastline, you could be a part of the church. But we didn't have, we couldn't even broadcast where we were going to be the next week. But in the midst of that trauma, God opened up a door for us to be able to meet in New Smyrna Beach High School. So five years ago, we, as we struggled through a hurricane situation, God opened up a door for us to be in a place that, that was ten times better than the place where we were. And at the moment, it was traumatic. At the moment, it was painful. At the moment, I worried about it. But God used the moment to help strengthen me. And I grew through it. And we as a church grew through it. Some of the trauma that you're going through, it, it, it could be caused by somebody else. It could be completely destructive. And if, if, if you're going through that type of pain, if something's happening, I want to let you know as your pastor, like, I, I'm, I'm praying for you. And I want to, I want to help love you through it. And you're not alone. Don't let the enemy try to talk you into that, that you're alone in it alone because that's not the case. If there's something I can do to help, I want to be able to help. But there's some of us that, that trauma has happened. We, we, we've had this situation where our job we no longer have anymore or, or something's happened with a relationship or with a friend or in us. And, and I want you to, for a second, think, what are the chances that this is just an opportunity for me to continue to grow? What, what if this is an opportunity for us to grow? I remember being uh, in high school in a youth group, and uh, a pastor that, that helped disciple me, his name was Mike Spivey, told me the story. He said, or told me about, uh, it wasn't a story, it was actually an illustration having to do with eagles. Specifically, I think it was even bald eagles. Bald eagles, as they, as they hatch their eggs, their moms will, will help them grow up. They'll feed them. They'll bring them everything they need. They'll clean up in the nest. They'll make, it, they'll make life comfortable for them so they get to the point where they'll grow to almost the point of adulthood. And then there comes a time where the eagles have got to learn how to fly. And one of the ways that the, the, the mamas will help those eagles learn how to fly is in the midst of this 
comfort zone that they've built around them, this nest that they provide everything and they have everything and they need, the moms will actually kick them out of the nest. And you think about how traumatic that, that must be to an eagle who's grown up in this, this little area for so long and all of a sudden it's just flying through the air. I think sometimes God causes that to happen in us. For some of you, you might not be going through a traumatic event right now, but, but maybe, you're th- maybe you're feeling the birthing pains of something to come. You know, I, I love that we get to meet here in New Smyrna Beach High School, and God's definitely provided. But even as we go through these weeks of where, like, one little thing doesn't work and, and one little thing doesn't work and a major thing doesn't work, like you don't have toilets, air conditioning doesn't work, I can't help but think in the back of my mind, maybe God's, maybe, maybe this is just contraction. Maybe this is God's setting us up for, hey, I don't want you to get too comfortable. I, I don't want you to get too comfortable because I, I need you to grow through this. And I don't know what's to come, but I'm, I'm prepared in my heart as, as a pastor and as, as the leader of our church. I'm, I'm, I'm hope, trying to prepare us as a church because I know that, that growth has got to happen. Not, not for the sake of, of us growing in numbers, but because if we're healthy, things are going to grow. Don't be comfortable with what you're at today. Don't sit in complacent. Don't punch your card and say, I'm a Christian, I've arrived, I showed up at church. God wants to see you continue to grow. Don't settle for where you're at. This morning as we're sitting here in a, a little bit of discomfort as we feel the humidity in our air and we're thankful for even fans at this point, I can't help but think even in this moment that feeling this discomfort might spur something in your mind and your brain of something God's trying to help you grow through or grow out of. For some of you, you need to put in some time. Maybe it's one of those things that you need to devote time daily. Maybe it's you need to step in and, and, and volunteer some time uh, in the crew or, or wherever God's calling you to be a volunteer. For some of you, it's, it's one of those things that there's, you need to allow for some timid tension in your life so that you can continue to spiritually grow and mature the way that you're supposed to. And for some of us, maybe we need to look at the traumatic situation we've gone through or we're going through or the, the contractions that we're feeling for what's ahead and we understand and have faith that God is continuing to cause us to grow. Don't be comfortable with where you were yesterday. Continue to push through. I want to I read uh, these last words to you before we leave here this morning. This is the... Uh, the apostle, or this is not the apostle, this is James, who was the brother of Jesus. He writes this in the New Testament. The brother of Jesus said, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For, your, for when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Coastline Church, continue to grow with whatever you're going through. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I pray that uh, in this moment, for the things that we're struggling with, for the things that we have tension with, for the things that we're frustrated because of time with, 
for the trauma in our life. God, I pray that we would open up these areas and we would let you come in and that you would, we would allow you to help us to grow through them all. God, I thank you for where you've brought us out of these past few years. God, I thank you for the, the, in that time how we've developed and continue to mature. God, I thank you for, for what's to come, God. As we continue to put our faith in you, we know the best is still yet to come, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. Amen. As always, Coastline, know that you are loved and that the best is yet to come.